Welcome to Talent Takeover Unfiltered. When it comes to working hard and keeping it real, we know our shit. Self-care, happiness, inner peace, and time. I'm Brianna Rooney, and this is Taylor Bradley. Hey, y'all. And we have thrived in chaos and turned it into an art form. So, Taylor, what are we doing here today? We're here to give you a raw, under-the-hood view of all things recruiting and finally give credit where credit is due to a long, underrated industry that's full of quote-unquote experts. All right. Well, then let's take this show to the road. Music, music, music. All right. Hello. Welcome, everyone. <laughs> Taylor and I were just shooting the shit already. Uh, I am super excited about this episode. I mean, I pretty much love every episode we've done so far, but this has to do with selling things. So, yay. So, this is tips everyone needs to apply in order to sell anything. Yes, including yourself. Taylor, how are you doing? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> shit. You went there. I'm like sweating. I was like, whoa, clutching my pearls over here. I was not expecting that. <laughs> Your pearl. My pearls, yes. Um, but yeah, I'm excited about this episode because I was doing research on just, you know, LinkedIn is kind of my go-to and then that sends me down paths for different articles. And, um, there's somebody that I follow on LinkedIn named Heather Monahan who posted some of these tips and I loved them because they were universal. I love that it could be to sell anything. Um, so I'm, I'm definitely going to hit you with the tips and then I'm also going to hit you with per usual, the broke to boss tip of the week, but we'll get right into the tips to sell anything. Number one, um, and I think this is a big one for for anybody doing anything, identify the problem that you want to solve. It sounds so basic, but it's not. It's not. <laughs> but it's it's important. It has to be, you know, uh, something I work with my mentor and my advisor on when he, I've got all of these ideas is he's like, okay, do the um, market outline requirements. Who's your user persona? Like all of it. He sends me down this path that it's like, what problems are you solving, essentially? But it really dissects that for you to help you understand, okay, if you're going to put something out, whether that is, you know, um, an actual product or it's a software or platform, whatever it is that you're going to do, right? Like, what problems are you solving yeah. in doing that? And, uh, and so, uh, real quick, so even just with, like, our, our marketing company, they're like, all right, tell us in one to two sentences, what are you solving? Yeah. And it's so funny because, like, we're, like, deer in headlights, we're like, <laughs> you know, like we know there's so many problems, but it's like just identify exactly what it is and the why. Oh, and the one to two sentences part is why we're right. here in headlights, not because we don't right. know the problem. It's just oh, like, sure. wait, how do we narrow it down to one to two sentences, especially for our listeners who are like, oh, these broads, there's no way they can put shit in one to two sentences with how we monologue. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think it's really, really important to start there. And even in, you know, your outreach, what problems are you solving? Your biz dev outreach. Um, so two, get out of your head and get to solving others' problems. I, when I read this, how I interpreted that is like, for myself, I can't speak for anybody else, but myself specifically, the imposter syndrome thing. Get out of your own head and, and thinking that you don't, that they don't have any problems that you can solve. That's interesting that you went there. Because I went to, because I have so many different things that I want to solve, that I went to like get out of my head and focus. Mm. And go back to like my why. Um, yeah, I have trouble with that like constantly. It's like, okay, what am I trying to do? Like, what's my mission? Okay, does that relate in the mission? And does it move the needle today? Or is mm -hmm. it moving the needle in like a year? Mm -hmm. um, so like, that's why I like, because I'm in my head about that all the time. That's it. what's so interesting to me too, that we do, we both have different schools of thought on what that yeah. meant to us when we read it. Um, all right, so number three, make it about in all caps, them, and what you can do for them. Um, I know that right now I'm getting 
I'm doing a lot of outreach on my own, but I'm getting so much outreach. I know you are too. So many different recruiters and talent acquisition companies and recruiting agencies. Um, and I really don't, I can't think of one where they've made it about me or the approach or, you know, when they do reach out, it's like, I see you have open jobs at Talent Perch. And I'm like, where do you see those at? <laughs> you know? And so it's like, you're, you're sitting me, you're definitely not making it about me. But I think how I interpret that is like, where does the research come in to how you're going to solve their specific problem or their challenges or help them overcome their obstacles? Make it about them. In addition to ask questions because it's not always clear what their problems may be. Yeah. Okay. Well, then devil's advocate of that. What if you can't get that? Like it's your initial outreach. You're not going to be able to ask questions. Yeah, true. So I, I guess I always kind of ask some kind of question or like um, like with hiring, for example, if I'm doing biz dev, I'd be like, hey, um, and I think of what the trend is. Be like, hey, are you also having trouble like going through thousands of resumes? You don't have enough time. Mm -hmm. Like, so I ask kind of that question. I like, I kind of probe and, and kind of hope and assume that that's their problem that I can fix. Mm -hmm. Well, and oh, well, that specific one, you could go and look and see what their open jobs are and are they getting 1,500 applicants, yeah. you know, because you could see. So that's where I think it goes back to really making it about them, understanding what their problems are. You're definitely probably going to have to make some assumptions if there's not some dialogue. But I think you can suss out for the most part, you know, in recruiting what somebody's problems could potentially be. Um, four, come with a mental perspective of how could you deny them the chance to have their problem solved? Why not make others' lives better? That's so interesting. Can you say that one more time? Yeah. So come with a mental perspective of how could you deny them the chance to have their problem solved? Why not make others' lives better? That, okay. What does that mean to you? That means to be the imposter syndrome thing. Like, Come with a perspective mentally, mentally prepare yourself of like, they need our services. They need us. How could they deny? We, they have these problems. They have these challenges. They need our help. Why deny them? You know, they could be working long hours. Like you could tell yourself and Gregory's episode actually fits really nicely with this one of, you know, getting in your head and the things that you need to tell yourself, like, I am worthy. I could do this. They need me. I'm a great recruiter. We're a great recruiting company. The services that we provide are amazing you know, don't deny them that. But I think that part is like, get your head right in order to be able to sell anything. Yeah, no, I, I think that's like spot on. I think that's pretty much exactly what I was thinking. I'm like, wow, you know, there's sometimes when you reach out to people, it's like, oh, shoot, I haven't talked to this person in like six years. Like, are they going to remember me? You know, yeah, it doesn't matter. They need help. Like they need my help and I can do that. My company can do that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I know. I, I really like that. It's powerful. It's just like how it was worded for some reason. Well, that was yours truly. So <laughs> thank you for the fuck you, Taylor, today. <laughs> well, that's really hard to like, and I was drawing on tips too. I embellished on it and was drawing on tips from our conversations with Cheryl about, you know, so much of anything that anyone does is mental. And so- yeah, having coming with a mental perspective and clarity that you're here to solve somebody's problem, that you're not a burden to them and reaching out. Um, and then five, it is your duty and obligation to make them aware of the problems that you can solve for them. I liked this one a lot because I'm like, I feel like half the time people that we work with, they may not even know the extent of what their problems are. And it's no shade to them. They just don't do what we do for a living, you know? Yeah. Very much how Gregory described it, um, which I loved the perspective that he had on this was like, hey, I can help you go through those resumes when he's applying for jobs and his application process being really understanding 
that he may they may not have gotten back timely, but that that's an area of opportunity where he as a recruiter could step in and help them. Yeah, I love that. So if, if you listeners have not um, heard the episode with Gregory Frank, it's on struggling how to find a job and keep really positive. Yeah. Um, but he went into like, I don't know if, if I if I sent my resume like and it's been a month and they just now got back to me. I'm like, ew, is that how you guys operate internally? That's how I would think. And then he was like, no, like I've been there. Like sometimes you're just having thousands of resumes to do. Sometimes there's just too much to do. And it's not because you're being rude. But instantly I was taking it like gross. A red flag. So yeah, total red flag. And so I I was uh, felt really refreshed to hear his point of view on that. Yeah, he did have a really refreshing point of view. I think I recommend that all of our listeners go and check out that episode. Even if you're not actively looking for a job, check out that episode. And then this one and the two kind of fit really nicely together because like Brianna said, this could even be how to sell yourself, um, you know, not like physically on the corner, which is definitely how I think she meant it, but more so in the job application process. Um, okay, so you won't close every pitch, so don't take it personally. Oh, and how do you feel about this, Taylor? I take that shit personally. What do um, you do? <laughs> and especially if you put so much time and effort, I don't, I won't say that I let it wear on me indefinitely. Especially the more that, you know, I'm I'm doing this and the more it's like it could seem so close. And I know we both get frustrated ones that you're like, wait, I thought that was a for sure done deal. We've had five conversations. I've sent them three decks. We, you know, it's just like and that if it doesn't end up working out, it is a bummer. It is hard to not just kind of like again going back to the job search thing. It's a bummer to and it's hard to not take that personally over time, to not let it like beat your confidence down. Yeah, for sure. So I, um, we had someone uh, say, you know, look, we, we're too expensive right now. You know, like just like yesterday. And so normally I'd just be like, whatever, you know, that's fine. Like, and I would, it would just kind of sit with me for a little bit and I would just whatever in my mind. But this time I'm like, you know what? No, I actually need to find out like how far off were we? Like, like have more of a conversation, have more of a not like throw, throw that one away and be like, all right, can't afford me, fine, whatever. You know? Um, yeah. And so, yeah, no, but I, I have definitely learned that um, recently as well. And okay, going into number seven, I know that you say this all the time, um, and anybody that in sales probably does as well. It's a numbers game, so keep going. That one, I feel like that's kind of a mic drop one with that one. Everybody that does any kind of sales is just like, you'll get there eventually. Just don't stop. As defeating as it can be, we're not denying that it isn't and that it can't be frustrating. And that it's kind of like, you know, again, the approach to applying for jobs, you may need to take a break mentally and step away or do something different instead of biz dev, biz dev, biz dev, because it could be just draining to you mentally, emotionally, your confidence. So take a step away. Don't take it so personal and then come back to it, you know, whenever you're refreshed. Yeah. Uh, we have one of our entrepreneurs, which if the, you don't know what that is, it's with our millionaire recruiter program. And it's essentially taking entrepreneur and recruiter. But um, he is a current or he was a current uh, VP of sales. And I love his perspective. And he's like, look, what we used to do is we didn't care about the results. All we cared about was the activity that was going to eventually lead to the results. So it was like mm -hmm. if we just kept putting numbers or shooting up, shooting emails over, or adding connections, networking, like it was eventually going to come. And so I loved his perspective because he's been in sales for so long. So for him doing biz dev and starting his own agency, it's like poof, like yeah. he's already mentally there. Yeah. I love that. That's really good call out. Shout out to David. That's a really good call out. Um, number eight, give yourself one goal on each call. Get the close, get the referral, or get a second meeting on the books. 
So that is something that I learned from uh, my old boss. And he would always say, you make money from every single interaction. Mm -hmm. It might not be today. It might not be the one that you wanted, but you make money from something. Mm -hmm. Can't waste your time. Yeah. And then um, that that's really my list, but I do have a broke to boss tip unless you have any additional insight. I know this most of ours are a little bit longer, but we could be brief, be bright, be gone to people, believe it or not. Yeah, it's rare. <laughs> You're seeing us in rare form. Um, but any follow-up to those tips before I go into my broke to boss tip? You know what? I think it all comes to confidence, um, what we're going to. And again, you can have fake confidence for right now. That's fine. It's just you have to get there. Um, we're going to do an episode on how you build confidence. So definitely don't lose that one because it will definitely like coexist with this. Because if you don't stand tall, again, like when I first started recruiting, I would stand up to to make an offer. Like I would stand up because like that was the only way I wasn't freaking out in my chair. You know, like I don't I don't know what what you did when you were first closing deals, but yeah, I, um, or I would take a pen, or I would you know look at my fidget. Yeah. By the way, I'm showing this. If you're on YouTube, you can see. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I I just kind of wanted to add that whenever you're you're selling something, your service, um, you know, whatever you're trying to get your the word out, um, you know, can't beat yourself up. And again, we talked about imposter syndrome so much, which literally, I don't know why that's not an episode by now, <laughs> but uh, it's difficult and it's real and you can't sell anything if you keep living in that like awful gray cloud. Yeah. True. Very true. So broke to boss tip for this episode on tips everyone needs to apply in order to sell anything is follow up, follow up, follow up. Most people give up before the magic happens. Yeah. I yep. love that. So when you say follow, follow, follow up, how many are you talking? Well, I mean, I know you have your your specifications of how many follow-ups you think it needs. Um, I tend to follow up like three to four times, but it depends on the responses. I want to be clear for myself, like the responses that I'm getting throughout those interactions like if they're just telling me and in, in, you know some tell me in my first message to fuck off not in those exact words but basically so with them I'm not going to follow up in four more days you know yeah that's somebody that you could put on okay well maybe I'll follow up with them in like a few months or so next quarter or something like that but I think it's also about reading the room too and reading the responses that you get or lack thereof um and then also one of the things that I do that people may think is really weird is if there's somebody that I really, really want to talk to and I'm really interested in getting on the phone with them and I've sent them my LinkedIn messages and I'm just like, okay, I've sent them to at this point. I see what is their engagement and involvement on LinkedIn. Like, are they somebody that's on every day? You know, like we're on every single day and they may not be. Are they responding and liking and commenting on posts? And it's like, what is the cadence of how frequently they're getting on in LinkedIn? You know, yeah. because I know I don't like to come into an email inbox with like 30 different messages, you know, 30. I, I'd stay pretty much on top of mine on any of my in-mails or emails. And there's people that aren't like that. But have to think about, do I want them to see my message back to back? Um, because I sent them multiple ones, you know, in a span of four days. Or do I want to have a really good, powerful, targeted one? I see you put this post up on this day. It really spoke to me, you know. So just, I think follow-up for me can mean different things depending on the person. And also depending on how bad I want them. Yeah. Now I feel like we're talking about dating. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, you're definitely not talking about dating, but that could, and yeah, don't, don't follow up. If somebody's telling you to fuck off in dating, don't follow up. Well, yeah, that's, that's very true. He's just not that into you. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but I also have to think, you have to think about what level the person's at too. 
Uh, like, yeah. you know, how, how busy are they? So it's like, you gotta, like, I think about like my inbox on LinkedIn. I'm like, holy moly. It's like, I got 20 more to like go through. It's like, you know, naturally it's, it becomes a point where it's like, you're not going to get back to everyone, even though you really, really want to. But if someone's reaching out for something completely, like that has nothing to do with me. Um, and like, it just feels like a spam then yeah, I'm probably going to skip that person. So that's why, you know, what we were talking earlier, it's like really your message needs to hit them on what's in it for them. Yeah. How can you help them? Well, and what's going to make, yeah, what's going to make them respond to you if they, to your point and your exact situation, if they've got 20 more messages, like what is going to make your message stand out to them? Yeah, exactly. And that's why it's like, do a little research, people. I'm not talking like, you know, you're going to start digging in and it's like 30 minutes later, you're sending out one message. Like that's, again, still a numbers game, but there's lots of different ways you could do those things really quickly without going down crazy rabbit yeah true that love it yeah well that's all the tips that i had thank you guys so much for listening as always we really really appreciate it um make sure that you check us out on youtube like comment um follow us on instagram and all our social media we love to hear from you and um yeah that's all i had at closing brianna you want to hit them with your hit them with something (laughs) with your (laughs) scene Well, you know what? I have to say that I am loving. So we we put up this podcast on uh, the Millionaire Recruiter YouTube channel at a few, quite a few episodes at this point, and finally we're getting traction on it, and that's exciting because we're getting all these comments, and I just dig it. It's the one where um, don't chase the money, chase the mentor. Yeah. So nailed it. So thanks so much, you guys. We really appreciate it. This is why we're here. You know, all every week with you every Tuesday. So thanks so much. Appreciate it. Thanks, y'all. Bye. You know you want to check out the program. Ready? Ready.